Alrighty, Creed fam, Port fam, out there. Thank you for listening as always as the Creedcast preview uh, this weekend's game, Port Adelaide. Taking on the West Coast Eagles at home, Anzac, Anzac round, um, a very poignant round for um, Port Adelaide and um, and many around Australia as well and the world. But um, yeah, particularly um, Port Adelaide has strong history with the um, Anzac spirit and all that stuff. So it's, um, there's a bit of celebration around that as always, but as well as um, all of the... Those um, festivities, in the right word, um, remembrances, I guess, uh, for for the past and sacrifices and all that. There is a football game that is going to be played that is um, quite important for Port Adelaide. Um, you know, we might be looking at our season being, um, you know, on on you know, maybe beyond us now at this point as far as um, any major um, results out of it, um, as far as finals go or anything like that. Though, you know, we could still. We can still try to scrape into finals, and I'm certainly of the expectation and hope that we still do find a way forward this this year to um, find a way into the into the into the eight somehow. Um, and that's got to start this week. Um, West Coast are in a similar position to ourselves, pretty struggling, but um, obviously not with the same expectation as us. So this um, this game really really presents us a golden opportunity. Um, to get back into the winner's circle, uh, well, back, <laughs> just into the winner's circle for the first time um, this year. So um, with that in mind, big game coming up. Got to get pumped up, play some tunes. Let's get into it. saying that because I was at Fool's Festival in Lawn in 2006 watching Wolfmother uh, play in the New Year there as a, as a sprightly 18 year old with my bleached hair and looking like an absolute diggard um, but yeah it's, um, they're, they're, they're really the music of my first year as a legal drinking adult and then um, beyond that like obviously seeing them I've seen them a couple of times I actually saw them in HQ in Adelaide um, shout out to HQ or um, to the to the um, listeners that may remember it as Heaven as well I think I think Heaven and HQ are the same thing um, yeah, the old HQ building there on West Terrace, um, sadly, sadly no longer there because I think they decided a massive nightclub across the road from a hospital was a bad idea. I feel like that's actually perfect. I could have used it a couple of times when I was walking out of there at 7 a.m. and badly in need of an IV drip after a long night on the drips. Um, so, um, yeah, but, um, yeah, a band that, um, like a soft spot for me. And that's, that song's always been such a good pump up one. I remember then when I moved to the U.S. a couple of years after those 18-year-old years and going to college there and um, the University of Oregon, um, as many, actually many venues, um, sporting places, um, you know, still used. I think some Port Adelaide games I've heard it played. Um, but it's it's a regular um, on the Oregon um, basketball, but football as well, on their pregame pump-up lists. And I just remember seeing guys like D'Anthony Thomas and, um, and the like 
um, out there bopping to Joker and the Thief just um, as they're warming up for the warming up for the game out there at, at on Otson Stadium for Oregon. So um, just a pump up song that I've always I've always enjoyed. And um, going into look, saying any game, every game is important at this point when you're a winless side is. It's kind of a weird thing to say because just every game when it's an opportunity to get your first win of the season after a horrible start is going to be the most important game of the year. So, um, yeah, but I felt like having a pump-up song that kind of spoke to that importance was important because I think this game presents a weird opportunity after last week. So, you know, last week's game against Carlton was, you know, anyone that listened to my half-hour review a couple of days ago, thank you for the few of you out there, the few, the proud, the many. Um Whatever, whatever, what the fuck is that, Marines? Anyway, you know what I mean. I'm just saying, there's a few of you that listen regularly, and I appreciate you. Um, but um, you know, I I said it was a weird game because we saw the absolute worst of Port Adelaide in that game. Um, you know, in that first half, it was just everything bad. You know, the the t- um, timid play, um, lack of lack of decision making quality, like. Um, Decisions made, but rarely quality ones. You know, every decision is usually a bad one. It's just like I said, the, the overall decision-making quality is just horrible. Um, and, you know, bad execution once decisions are made, just compounding the issue in that first half. Um, poor discipline as well. Um, we'll get to that in a bit because it feels like Carleen was strangely seen the um, the brunt. Of, well, I, I assume form is more of the issue there. But um, anyway, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, last week. But then the second half was just everything great. You know, the the, the decisive, um, more attack on the ball, more flair, more um, instinct um, combined with decision-making and plan um, used and, and almost turned around at, at, you know, 49, point, 49 points at halftime is not a result. It's not a, um, a deficit that's overturned almost ever in the AFL or any, um, you know, any level of football Um so we almost we almost pulled off uh, one of the most improbable comebacks of all time, and and you know that's something to hang your hat on. Even though, um, well, it's not it's nothing. We still lost. So you've got to kind of take the brutal brutal realities of that, and go at the end of the day as a loss. There's not much to take from it, but you can look at what we you know as far as game planning goes, and and um and looking forward goes, you can look at what we did in that second half. And go okay, well, how do we capture that in a bottle, so to speak, and then and put it out in the field next week. And so we go into a game against West Coast this week, the West Coast Eagles, um, who, um, <laughs> in some strange, God, the world is fucking cruel. Um, we are 0 and 5 against West Coast at Adelaide Oval, I believe. I saw that stats floating around on the Twitter sphere somewhere this week. We're 0 and 5 this year in the season, and since our move to Adelaide Oval in 2014, we're 0 and 5 against West Coast there. Incredible, um, really. Consider we have beaten West Coast a couple of times in that span. I think I think you know, we had a great win. Um, on Easter weekend over at West Coast a couple of years ago. Um, so we can beat them over there, but it seems we can't beat them. We haven't beaten them at Adelaide Oval yet, including some, you know, some horrific um, PTSD-inducing memories of um, whether it be um, elimination finals or even the, um, I think, of the year later when Dixon broke his leg and, and we were, like, up late, but we just couldn't hold on because players were going down like flies. Um you know, it's just, it's just this, uh, a poor history there. I think we were up by four goals at halftime um, a couple of years ago as well, maybe uh, like four or five years ago. Lost that one. Um, so it was just, it's a w- weird um, history there um, of him crazy losses and kind of, um, you know, the 0-5 against them is very similar to our 0-5 this year. You know, some poor losses, some heartbreaking losses, some losses um, like compounded by injuries. Um, yeah, it's it's really weird. Um 
But yeah, no, they they come to us in a in a way that they're not in a great spot themselves. They're one and four um, percentage points. We're actually better on percentage. If we can get the win this week, we'll, we'll we'll certainly jump ourselves off the bottom of the ladder, even if we have a identical record. So we we you know that's something to. I don't like being on the bottom of the ladder any longer than we need to be. So, um, but yeah, it's it's the the games feel so important because after what we saw last week. Um, we saw promise in that second half, despite the loss. Um, we saw a lot better form of Port Adelaide than what we have seen at many times this year so far. And with West Coast coming um, in a rough spot themselves, they've got they've got some major injuries that we'll, we'll get to in a mi- in a minute when we talk about their side. Um, really, there's no excuse for nothing but a win here for me. Um, even though we, you know we're contending with our own injury issues and all that stuff, but for me what we saw against Carlton last week was proof that there is a side there that can compete with a side, you know, Carlton four and one. Now, after that win, we can compete better. We saw against Brisbane, how good we could be. Um, the Crows maybe are a little bit better than uh, absolute cellar dwellers, as we've seen over the f- past few weeks. Um, because, you know, they lost, they lost in close ones against three on three on four and one. Um, they beat Essen. No, no, they didn't. They lost Essen. <laughs> that, that, that loss actually looks worse after what Essendon put out last week. So maybe my point is slowly eating itself right now. Um, but you know, look, we 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 were horrible against Hawthorne. That's one thing. But um, we have seen that we can be a lot better um, than the sum of an 0 five uh, record. So I think this week. Um, is do or die time now. I mean, the, the season-wise, you know, like I said, I'm just hoping we scrape into finals and somehow make a shot of it this year because... Um, and then and then find a way to... and see where we end up next year. But um, at this point, I just... But f- for that to happen, we need to win. There is no excuse for a loss this weekend for me. Um, there's been no excuse for a few of the losses anyway, um, even though, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll talk about how they, they do find the excuses anyway. But... Um, this weekend is um it's gotta happen now. It should have happened a few weeks back at least. Um, but it's gotta happen now. There's absolutely no excuse for West Coast to be coming over in the form they're in and the struggles they've had to start their season. They've got every excuse under the sun to to be able to blame on their, their poor start and everything going on with them with all the COVID ins and outs and they've got another one coming in this week to play in the ruck because of Nick Nui's out again. I'll get to their side, but yeah, we've we've gotten there's some big big players missing. Um, they've got every excuse under the sun. We don't, you know. You know, Charlie Dixon's missing. Yes, there's a few other guys missing. Yeah, we get it. Um, and guys have been in and out. And there's a lot of guys not at 100% playing already. But that's footy. Um, West Coast contending with it. Um, we are at home against a side that's in poor form. Um, in a pretty similar position to us ladder wise. Uh, but we showed last week in that second half that we've either got a, that second half is either a complete fluke um, and the club's going to forget about it, or they've got they've actually got a note like prove to us that that was what you know that and that's what they said last week too. That's the thing. That's kind of my point that I'm ra- rambling on about now. But they kind of said this is what 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 we know we can do. So they put the they've put that expectation at us fans have kind of taken a little bit of something from that and gone okay that's what we see we can do we it's given me a sense of excitement going into this week that maybe we can finally see port putting an entertaining product on the field so that's what that's my expectation this week i absolutely do not have you know a couple of weeks ago when you're playing melbourne you go look it's probably going to be a loss you know you we accept that we didn't accept the poor, poor way that it happened and the i didn't accept the complete um 
abandonment of our ideals in that loss to Melbourne, but otherwise I went, you know, like I didn't expect to win that game. Um, I hope for it always, but didn't expect to win it. Um, last week against Carlton, was hoping, I think I in my preview last week, I said hoping for a 15-point win, close, close win. Um, and if we hadn't been quite as insipid in the first half, maybe it would have been close to that. Um, but again, I knew that Carlton away was going to be a tough trip. This one, there's no excuse for. I just, I just think this is we on we should be um, winning this one. Uh, whether it's comfortable or not, I can't exactly say that at the moment because I don't have any confidence. Well, <laughs> my my confidence is not high in our team being able to eke out a comfortable win because we haven't even had a win yet. So you know, who knows where that can where that can end up. But I'm just having, I'm just looking at the betting odds quickly because I'm actually in, interested to see where, yeah, we're $1.28 favourites at West Coast to pay in $3.60. We are as strong a favourites as he could be for an 0-5 team, um, which just shows how poorly um, West Coast are expected to play. Um, so that's, the, the we're, we're strong punters odds favourites. Um, everything, everything is in our favour for this game. There is no excuse. There is literally no excuse. If we lose this game, there's going to, I mean, we've all been saying it for weeks anyway that we're really ready to hell to pay to be paid for weeks anyway and should have been paid after the Hawthorne one. But we've all kind of, we've all kind of strapped up and laced up the boots and just gone, oh, all right, fuck it, we'll get back in the trenches and we'll get through it through the next few weeks. Um, had some heartbreak and whatever, but last week we had some good signs, we had some signs of life. So this week there is absolutely no excuse for it. We've got to be winning this game. Um, West Coast are in a f- position that um, clearly the um, well, you know, sometimes when you talk about these things, you go, you do sit there and go, how is how is the world seeing? And you know, even though gambling odds are a very, you know, a very um, simple way of looking at it, it is a great way to see how the how the money's going, how the expectations are going. And I wasn't exactly expecting. I was thinking Port maybe a dollar sixty and West Coast three ten, just because you know Port's poor form. But a dollar twenty eight versus three sixty is just. Um, you know, that's strong, strong favoritism um, for Port Adelaide, and and, surpri- and even though you know West Coast are only one and four, it's still for an all five side at the bottom of the table, and it just shows that um, the expectation from the from the bookies and whatnot is that Port are a better team than they're at the sum of the all five start. So, yeah, no excuses, absolutely no excuses this weekend. Let's have a look at the sides. Alrighty, I'm not going to pretend to have seen a lick of West Coast footy this. This year, really, or anything like that. Um, I'm so really just going off of what I know about their site, the players that I know of, um, and I know they've had a lot of ins and outs with um, the the supplement supplementary players and whatnot. Um, I think they're um, another one coming in this week. Um, now I apologise when I butcher this because I don't. It's a, it's a it's a last name that's one of those ones that's like you know there's no vowel for the first until the, um, halfway through the name kind of stuff. So Luke Sternadika. Sternadika. I'm hoping I'm getting that right. Um, S-T-R-N-A-D-I-C-A. Yeah. Luke Sternadika. Um, I feel like I should be like, it's like um, fucking, you know, Beaker or like Swedish Chef maybe. I'm trying to think of which Muppet I'm thinking of. Anyway, Luke Sternadiker will become the West Coast Eagles' 11th debutant for the season. So, yeah, 11 debutants and we're in week six. It just sums up how where um, West Coast have been this year is just the this shit show of their uh, 
the roller coaster of a year with all the supplementary players. But he's coming in. Um, he's a ruckman coming in. He was listed by Fremantle in 2017 and 2018. I'm just reading from the West Coast Eagles um, press release for the game. Um, so he was in the, the Fremantle system in 17 and 18, but released without playing a game. But um, he's a ruckman, 203 centimetres. Um, so he's blanking his debut. So interesting. Um, Nick Nat knew he's out for the next couple of months with... Um, is it, was it a calf injury? No, that's Hugh Dixon. Um, where is Nick Nat? Anyway, Nick Nat's out with some fucking injury. Um, he's out for a couple of months. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be trying to bolster the ruck stocks in that way. They've also got Bailey Williams, I think, is um, Bailey Williams is their other ruckman. So, um, a good test for Sam Hayes in his second match. Uh, well, I don't, I, without knowing who they are, <laughs> for lack of a better term, um, without knowing much about their games, um, I, I, this is a great opportunity for Sam Hayes to actually kind of exert some dominance. Um, he came in last week and had a, you know, I felt it was a decent debut without being outstanding. Um, I thought I was happy with Hayes last week. Um, just to see kind of, you could start to see a little bit of what what he can bring and the different kind of ruckman he is to Lysett and um, a little bit more touch and whatnot. And I'm hoping with, you know, Hayes obviously he's got an immense size about him and just height and reach um, that he can really um, maybe with an experienced ruck core that he's going up against. You know, Hayes, for without having been in the AFL, you know, only making his debut last week, um, he's been in the Port Adelaide system for a long time. He's not dealing with like a guy like this um, Strunadika coming in as a as a supplementary player, you know, Hayes has been in the Port Adelaide system for a long time. He's completely comfortable, knows his teammates and, and knows his worth at this level. You know, he's the best and fairest winner at the SNFL level last year. So he can come in and maybe just get his big boy pants on a little bit and exert some dominance and really give us, um, you know, one of our first, I'd love to see our first game of the year where we really get um, some great, strong first look stuff from the, from the ruck contest and the clearances and really um, take it because we've been beaten in the hitouts I think every week so far and quite soundly and it would be lovely to get a, a win and with Nick Nat out you know you don't want to always rely on players being out but while you're dealing with your own injured ruckman and, and getting a, an inexperienced guy in every, every little bit helps as they get their uh, feet wet so um, yeah that's what I'm hoping for is um, maybe that's a, a good win for us. Uh, they've got a fair bit of, you know, I know in week one that was a real shit show with the amount of guys out, but they've got a fair bit of experience in that side. You know, Willie Rioli and Liam Ryan, um, it's good to see Willie back. Never should have been banned for, um, you know, smoking something that should be legal. Um, you know, Shuey and Yo and, you know, Shannon Hearn. It's an experienced old lineup, this this West Coast lineup. But um, as we know, with uh, plenty of experience against these guys um, in the past few years, uh, we um, would be... To underestimate them, which it might sound funny to say to underestimate them, would be foolish after I've said there's no excuse not to beat them. But that's, I can say that while also saying don't underestimate them because that's how you will get beaten by them and, and, uh, and embarrassed once again is if we do that. So, um, you know, it's... I was pretty impressed with how we um, handled, um, you know, the first half uh, last week, you know, with Kerno and Mackay was a little rough, but um, in the second half, um, once we kind of... And it was just cutting cut supply, really, more than anything. You know, we held the, held um, Carlton to 16 points in the second half last week and, and really locked down the defensive defensively, which started with a, with getting a lot more um, pressure on the ball in the midfield as well. Um, so hopefully with that kind of um, under our belts, we can handle the, um, you know, Kennedy and Darling um, 
duo um, handily, and you know, with the with the fact that you know they've got these guys coming in like Sterandika and and Williams as well. Um, but you know, I'm hoping that there's a bit more with Aaliyah having a week under his belt as well, handle that tall timber a little bit better and um, not deal with the kind of, um, you know, they really, our last match against them last year, which was early in the year when West Coast were playing some pretty decent footy, so kind of different times, but um, they got some pretty, their, their tools really kind of ate us up a little bit, but um, different side now and um, I expect us to be able to handle that, so... And going forward, I think we saw some signs last week, and I, I'm really my expectation is to see um, kind of us ha- and find a little bit of room to eat. You know, you know, cook it up a little bit, cook it up, cook it up. Have some have some tacos down there, and um, and really get some really get um, mix it up in the forward line a little bit, and have some fun. So um, with that in mind, I should actually just yeah get on to talking about our lads and see how we're lining up because there's a few changes and some fun ones and some controversy. Alrighty, some big changes this week for our Port Adelaide boys. After last week's match, um, we have, and the, probably the one that's most important, uh, well, actually, both are important in different ways, uh, but it's wonderful to see um, Ollie Wines back so soon after um, that heart scare against Melbourne. Um, it's only a week and a half out, basically, you know, the half against game against Melbourne, um, and then he's back in, uh, and then obviously missing last week and back in. Uh, how they've, it's, it's funny um, seeing... Let's just have a look. Uh, do, 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 do. I had it up before. What the fuck? Oh, um. Oh, whoops! I've got that. That's why. I've, that's why I'm, I'm like, where is it? And I've got the S, the SNFL team selection up. That actually, I was just say quickly now. Um, with the the SNFL team, um, Dersma is back in for them after a couple of weeks out, kind of managing with that injury that he originally got back in. Um, in week one against. Uh, Against uh, Brisbane, so it'll be it's so Dersma back in for the SNFL side as they take on um, they're playing Sturt um, at Alberton on Sunday. So um, it's really nice to see uh, Dersma back um, and hopefully he can get some form under his belt and uh, and uh, and and fight his way back into the AFL side because we know Dersma at his best is absolutely um, an incredible and in, um, like irreplaceable part of the side. Him at his best, so we'd love to see him back and it's good to see him back after taking a couple of weeks off to kind of get that um, shoulder or collarbone issue or whatever right. Anyway, let's get my AFL team back up here. Um, yeah, Wines is back. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he basically said the heart irregularity has resolved itself is what the reading of the um, squad release is. So that's awesome. Um, happy to see it. I <laughs> uh, wasn't kind of... I, th- I just thought he'd be out for a few weeks as they may, like, try to figure it out. But... Um, yeah, whatever. Good. Happy to have Wines back. You know, obviously, we need to see him probably get back to that form that he was in last year because I don't think he's quite hit that at any point this year yet. But, um, yeah, you know, pretty high expectations as well. So, um, and the other one back in is Kane Farrell after his um, knee injury. I think that was against St. Kilda last year. And that really, that was a really nice win that we had against St. Kilda last year. Um, I think that's when he did his knee, though. Because yeah, I remember being frustrated in that game thinking we were already... Um, pretty much struggling. That was the that was the we don't have any small forwards left game, I think. And then he went out after, um, you know, he's had a pretty good, um, really come into kind of his own as knowing what kind of player he is. And, and he's still developing as well and finding about that really beautiful kick of his. Um, I think I've seen that uh, someone retweeted that um, video of his, that just wonderful goal that he scored against uh, Geelong last year. From the boundary, that one that's in, like swung in, um, just incredible touch off the boot, Faz and um, his 
elite field kicking as well as just um you know just all around run and and that kicking will be um a real blessing of an inclusion this week especially against our west coast armor side you know like i said struggling and then um a bit of age there as well it'll be nice to have a bit more class and run um and that kick as well um out is the big this is the interesting one um mead has been omitted um which is you know young players are in and out a little bit as they get their foothold um carl amon is out though um don't agree with that one um i don't know you know Someone's got to someone's got to go out for someone to come in and get that. But um, there are players I think that are probably I'm not sure Amon has whether there's a disciplinary thing going on there or something's going. I don't know, but I don't think um, his game last week was that bad that uh, he deserved to be dropped below. Um, and look, your Motlops, I'm not I'm not here to be like the guy the guy that gets on Twitter and um, and just bitches about Motlop for three hours straight or anything like that. I'm I'm just saying, I just don't think Amon was top of the list for being dropped if we're going to try to make room for players. Um, happy to hear reasonings for why Motlop is in and Amon isn't, and, you know, your Dumonts and, and whatnot. Um, I know there's, you know, it's positional and where, where you've got room and where you don't sometimes, but um, Amon's been so, so incredible the last couple of years. I just don't think he's earned the right to just be dropped after, <laughs> you know, a bad game. And it wasn't that bad. And in the second half, he, um, you know, I would have loved him to do better with that kick at the end. But, um, yeah, well, it's not like we haven't seen other players that have uh, aren't at any risk of losing their spot, um, you know, lose their spot over a bad kick at the end of the game. Um, so, look... Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not with it. I don't understand that one. But uh, you know, we've got to make room, and and he was the one to he was the one to um, get the short end of the stick, I guess. So yeah, that remains to be seen. It's 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 just it's the way the AFL media works. There was also something earlier today about um, I think Kane Corns was on the radio talking about whether you know do we he's a you know aim onto restricted free agent at the end of the year. Like what's going to happen at the end of the year. Um, I don't know if that was anything to do with the news that he knew that something was happening with Amon possibly getting dropped today. I'm not sure if there was anything about that or if it was just coincidental that that conversation came up today as well. But um, yeah, suddenly it just feels like Amon's on the outer a little bit, and it's just it's unfortunate because he's been such an integral part. You know, we were all talking about a, a you know all Australian Amon last year, AA Amon, um, and now he's. Um, Hopefully going to be the sub, I would say. Um, the emergencies for the match are Carl Amon, um, Sam Mays, and uh, Lockie Jones and Jebba Kendi. So, you know, I hope Amon's the sub because I think he deserves uh, I mean, imagine having a guy like Amon as your sub. Pretty lucky, I would think. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a rough one for me. But otherwise, uh, yeah, happy to see Faz and, and Wines back in. Um, so, you know, there's two pretty handy inclusions, um, even if we are dropping Amon. Um so yeah, it's a side that I, um, like I said, um, to, just to finish this one off, I don't want to go too long on this one because I am exhausted. Um, and it's been a rough week. <laughs> I think I've still, the last few weeks I've been saying this on every pod, it's just, you know, everyone out with COVID at work and doing some long, long hours and then in in the midst of all that, trying to avoid COVID so I can get to my brother's wedding this week, which I think I've done. <laughs> so I'm pretty happy about that because I'm the only, I'm, I'm my immediate family that grew, you know, my, my family, my brothers, my sisters, my um, everyone, I'm the only one out of all, five, all the other five have had COVID in the last two weeks and I work with a couple of them and um, I've just somehow avoided it. So um, pretty feeling pretty thankful about that because I 
you know, obviously didn't want to miss the brother's wedding, but with that has come working a lot. Um, still mask, still keeping my mask on, even when I've dropped the mandates because I'm trying to protect myself from getting it and all that stuff, which is exa- it's just exhausting. And then you know, getting ready for the wedding, you know, finding time to just drop down and get the suit and all the stuff I need. And yeah, I barely spent any time doing anything. So even tonight to do this, I had to. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck the storylines of this game are, apart from what I had in my head. Um, so that's pretty much what I went with with for this preview. So, yeah, apologies if it's a little, feels a little bit more loose, but um, it's just been a hell of a week, and uh, I didn't have much to say. That's the thing, and I guess to wrap it up, that's the thing. Um, I just expect us to beat West. I just expect us to win this game. I don't really have any reasoning for it apart from just we look at ladder positions and look at where West Coast are as a side. Um, despite our rough start to the season, a few injuries and ins and outs, our team has relatively been stable as to who we know was available over the past couple of weeks. And we saw some really good, good signs from that side last week. Um, and we, yeah, we can talk about, you know, Dixon has been the storyline this year, um, especially early on with the forward line struggles. Was, you know, Dick, you know, this, is, this shows the, imp- the importance of Dixon to that structure. And it's like, well, he's not there, so we need to figure it out. And I think we saw signs last week. Um, you know, Georgiades, I think, is, you know, I'd expect him to take a step this year and it hasn't happened yet. So I'm hoping we start seeing that a bit soon. Um, certainly was encouraged by his ability to battle battle one out. Um, in the forward line last week to take a mark for a crucial goal near the end there. Um, and, you know, Marshall has shown some signs and obviously the showdown was massive. But, uh, yeah, I just expect this side, I think this side is starting to kind of find I think especially last week and that second and you know again could be reading into that second half too much but they found a bit more about the, of their identity as the side that the side that is fit at the moment um you know obviously the ones that are missing that's what it is but uh the side that is out there they're starting to find their identity hopefully and um I think this West Coast provides the perfect and this is not me being disrespectful to West Coast it's just trying just talking through it factually with where they are at the moment west coast i think if port want to make a statement about the side that they think they can be um west coast provides the perfect punching bag for it so yeah that's about all i've got to say about it i expect a win i expect nothing less than a win um even if it's only 20 to 30 points because it's we still are trying to figure some things out just win relatively comfortably get out to a lead and just pat you know hold on um, I want to see, and probably the biggest thing I want to see this week, and for fuck's sake, please, just start like a normal team. Like, just don't do this thing where you you look like you've forgotten everything about the how to play football that you've learnt in your first 20 to 30 years of life um, with what you're doing in the first half, because that's what it looks like in those games against Carlton and and Melbourne. Um, it just looks like you everything that you do... And everything that you are as a player has just been completely forgotten. Like you've you've had the Space Jam monsters, you know, sneak onto the court and steal your powers and put them in their little basketball so they can go beat Michael Jordan. Um, I don't want to see that. I want to see a team actually come out and look like they're ready to play a game of AFL football because this is literally what you do every week is prepare for these games. So look prepared, please. Um, and apart from that, just get the win. Not much to ask for, I don't think. <laughs> Anyway, let's hope for it. I, I'm ex- I, I, if I've got to put a a marker down, I'm going to say 32 points. Just just 
get one done. You know, I know West Coast um, with their supplementary players, they've actually been scrapping a little bit more and, and making it a bit tougher on teams and they've been expected. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we should be beating these guys by 90 points if we're as good as we think we are. Just a nice five to six goal win would be nice. I'll say 32 points. Let's do that. Um, I'll, uh, I may not be tweeting too much during it because obviously I'll be at, a, at my brother's wedding and I'm one of the groomsmen, so I probably shouldn't be tweeting about Port Adelaide um, while I'm standing up there. But I think the game starts after. It's a 4.30 start. So yeah, it, that'll be like... Um, I think I think it'll be between ceremony and nighttime festivities, kind of hang out and drink time. So yeah, I'll be trying to catch as much as I can. Anyway... Can the pair. Let's get the fucking win on the board and uh, kickstart this season and see where we can go from here.